This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Chicago Board of Trade bulls are attempting to come back for round two. The trade is looking for adjustments to corn and soybean carryovers to reflect more corn acres and fewer soybean acres, adjusted in the June acreage report with yields unchanged at 177 and 51.5 bushel per acre, respectively, in Tuesday's WASDE report. It should take just a modest reduction this season in corn yield to shrink the carryover to pipeline supply, while a modest reduction in the soybean yield could eliminate the soybean carryover requiring rationing. To this point in the growing season, the drought has been centered with the ridge over the center south of the heartland, where there is not much corn grown. It has been intense where it is located, while ridge riding storms have watered much of the corn growing central and northern corn belt. The forecast has a change of pattern in it, where the ridge climbs north to where it will extend to cover much of where corn is grown, pushing ridge riders north as well into Canada. The jet stream is flatter, so there's not to dip into the central corn belt that existed last year and this year to this point. That means the frontal system that triggers thunderstorms will set up north of the corn belt. The ridge is forecasted to move to cover where the corn is grown. That means that corn yields be determined by how much subsoil moisture reserves exist. Here in northwest Iowa, we are in pretty good shape for soil moisture. Time spent under a dome, however, will cause stress. The south, which has been burning up, will see no relief. Soybeans, cotton, and rice grown in the south have been under the ridge in this region for some time. Drought is not just relegated to the U.S. heartland. Europe is burning up, and China is said to be sweltering under the worst heat wave in decades, with high temperatures in the northern provinces hitting their hottest days on record. Victor Kobroko says that the drought in Ukraine is adversely impacting the corn crop and sees problems extending into the planting of fall crops. He also notes that grain storage in Ukraine and in border west countries is bringing a premium. Apparently, however, there have been multiple confirmed reports of Russian aircraft dropping burning projectiles in the mature dry wheat fields, burning them. Russia reportedly controls 22% of Ukraine's farmland. The corn market posted a weekly hookup reversal as the fund selling exhausted last week. The physical corn market disconnected from futures as basis premiums surged to make up for the Chicago border trade losses. As a general statement, the cash corn market feels much tighter than the U.S. stocks suggest it should be. It is hard to attribute that entirely to tight farmer holding. Looking at corn on a monthly chart, there's still a realistic possibility that break was a fourth wave and a new high is not implausible. There has been no demand destruction and the break will have given demand interest one heck of a buying opportunity in new crop. As noted, the spreads have been trying to shift old crop demand to new crop. We think that the corn market is going to remain elevated into 2023. Unwinding of soy oil soy meal spreads resulted in a rejection of recent selling for soy meal. There was liquidation there too, but funds were short meal and spreads against soy oil. So liquidation meant buying meal. There's a lot of room for recovery on the soy oil chart. The soybean crop is made in August, which is why soybeans mostly ignored recent weather. Selling was totally a function of liquidation of inflation longs. The chart pattern since March looks like an ABC correction to me for November soybeans. USDA is now using a 51.5 bushel per acre soybean yield. 
Many analysts are now revising balance sheets to where their soybean carryover shrinks in negative with a modest reduction in yield, which, of course, that would mean that we have to have significant rationing ahead of us to maintain a pipeline supply. La Nina is still very strong. The soybean market has not hit the crop insurance guarantee study price target of 1716. Old crop went there, and with a shrinking year-to-year carryover, November soybeans could too. Of the hogs, as summer temperatures heat up, hogs will soon be more uncomfortable than people will, as they are not provided air conditioning. Hog barn performance will deteriorate accordingly. Market weights are falling seasonally, which could accelerate under the summer sun and high-pressure dome. The industry has been making up for fewer numbers with heavier market weights. Summer heat curtailing gains could make that harder to accomplish. Fewer numbers and lighter weights would significantly reduce pork production. Hog producers just got a great opportunity to manage new crop corn feed costs, complements of fund liquidation in the corn market. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.